Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello everybody and welcome to Wild Mount Adventures. I am Jeremy, I am the Dungeon Master, uh, leading this group through a campaign of my own devisement set within the world of Exandria, the continent currently of Wild Mount. Again, who knows, maybe this group will go off to Tal'Dorei or the other continent that I can't remember the name of right now. Um, yes, yes, that one. Um, and that'll be interesting. But for now, we're in Wild Mount, uh, which is also interesting. Uh, I'll go ahead and, and uh, have everybody introduce themselves, and we'll start with Corvus. Hi, I'm Corvus. I am playing Cameron Esker, the human rogue. And L. Hi, my name is L, and I am playing Prize, the elf cleric. And Lilith? Hi, I'm Lilith. I am playing Keris, the... Call her what she is, Dampere Warlock. And uh, Navarin? Hi, I'm Navarin. Uh, I'm playing Seeker, the Warforged Ranger. And Zagrog. Hi, I'm Zagrog, and I'm playing... Oh, I'm playing again. <laughs> Hakim! Hakim, human wizard. It's been like a month. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it has been a little while, um, which is a good thing that I wrote a recap. I, I mean, I do it all the time, but, you know, it, it's good to have. So, when last we had left off, you were on a rescue mission in Assyrius, the city of beasts inside Jorhas. Uh, you had come here hoping to make contact with the Lady Zethris Olios, the leader of the city, and had a letter from a member of the Kryn dynasty named Sunbreaker Ulamon vouching for your mission. That mission was attempting to deliver your allies, Zarema and Quaven, to Rosanna, the capital city of the dynasty, in order to deliver them safely from the clutches of the Cerberus Assembly, where Zarema had lived all of her life in imprisonment. However, the rescue mission was something you didn't at all expect, uh, the result of an attack by a cell of the Children of Malice, a network of cultists devoted to the betrayer god known as Lolf. They had attacked you with the intent of capturing Zarema, upon whom they had their own designs that she is an ASMR in a drow's body, who is of the Spider Queen's lineage, and she had a secret buried in one of her past lives, one which can be unlocked by the process of consecution in which she integrates her past memories with who she is now. Instead of getting Zarema, they were able to make off with prize, and you would set off to rescue your friend, aided by a rather unlikely ally in the form of Reyna Jaskell, who is an agent of the Cerberus Assembly, who has been following you since you all got together, trying to retrieve Zarema and bring her back to the Assembly. Uh, with the help of Reyna and an interrogation of a captive, you all found the safe house, and a fight began. 
It was a close call in some aspects. Some people got remarkably close to falling on the ground, hoping for death saves. Um, but with Reina's aid, you were able to kill most of the cell, including their leader, a priestess of the Spider Queen. Although one of them had managed to escape, someone who you had encountered previously when the Children of Malice had attacked you in the mountains, of, in the Dunrock Mountains. As the fight had come to a close, uh, that was where we had left off. So, to open back up, uh, uh, Karis, you had, I believe that 12 was you had just managed to make your, your wisdom save to avoid going bloodlusty. Yes, I believe so. And you find yourselves all in this warehouse surrounded by drow bodies. And Reyna, who is not a body, is alive. What would you like to do? Anyone? Um, yeah, I think I, I'm just going to go over and just cling to Karis. Like just a full body hug. Okay. Karis kind of stops bleeding for a second and hugs back. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll start going through the pockets of this person I just killed. Okay. The person that you had just killed was a minotaur. Um, uh, yeah, sure. That one, and also I guess the other one that Karis was half-eating. Yes, yes. Uh, that is the priestess. Um, so, uh, I'm not going to make you roll an investigation. You're checking the bodies of a dead thing. Um, or the, you're checking the pockets of a dead thing, not the body of a dead thing. Although you could check that too. You could, you know, I mean, do some saw stuff. I'm checking for, like, obviously stuff that we can take, and also, like, you know, here's a letter saying who's or giving them all their orders or something, right. you know, standard sort of check. I'm not, like, strip-searching them, but yeah, I'm sort of patting them down. Uh -huh. and, and Carefully cut open their treasure sack. Checking them. Exactly. Maybe uh they swallowed the instructions. I better get in there. No, just to, you know, general sort of pat them down and, and rifle through their... Mm -hmm. Longings, I guess. Uh, so you find uh, uh, on those two, between the two of them, uh, the priestess probably has more, uh, ha has a lion's share of this, but they have probably around, let's say, 120 gold. Um, there isn't any, like, paperwork of orders or anything like that. Um... You do find... What languages do you read? Uh, common, obviously. Uh, Zemnian and Thieves' Camp. Okay. Uh, you do find uh, in, in the priestess's uh, uh, robes, you do find a note that has been, uh, that has been written in... It is a language you do not... You cannot read. Uh, do I recognize it in any way? 
tell what it yeah it's like. not an uncommon language um it is written in uh, uh, yeah, well words it is written in elven cool uh, I just pocket that for the moment okay um for a, a, a little further south Quaven looks over it Akeem over this body of the hobgoblin that you the the two of you killed. Are you all right? Yeah, Akeem is kneeling down. Yeah. Uh, at first, to, like, rest. Uh-huh. Secondly, and, and in a bit, he turns over to look at the hobgoblin and starts... To, uh, at first, he's just looking, but eventually goes over to, like, check pockets. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, Kraven, are, are, are you all right? Uh, I think I'll... I think I will be. Okay, good. That was that was some good fighting. Not that I'm horribly surprised at uh, this point. Um, well, uh, thank you. I'm not much of a fighter. <laughs> no, and you are not much of a fighter in 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 the same way. This time, but you are not ineffective in your ways. Um, also, of note the the. The Minotaur does have a great axe. Anybody wants that. And is wearing plate armor. That said, it is plate armor size for a Minotaur. So... Right, so we'll all fit inside that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of three kobolds stacked inside a trench coat? <laughs> three, three party members stacked inside a Minotaur's plate armor. Uh, <laughs> Stacking people in a plane mail. Mm. Um, is notoriously flexible. Oh yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that was a popular thing in like the sixties and fifties, wasn't it? The like stuffing into a phone booth. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I... yeah. yeah, but that's only because it's bigger on the inside. Um... How many people can we? It's like trying to get people into a mini. Um, Depends. Are they clowns? Ah, really? Um, anyway, as we yeah. as we're working on, on doing these things of like I and gathering stuff up, is like okay, we should go <laughs> once people are yeah have done that and just not looking at I've forgotten her name Raina. Raina. I don't know. Raina, Raina. Yes. Just not even looking at Raina and just being like, looking at the rest of the party, be like, we should go. I think Hakim is occasionally glancing towards Raina, but. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure, like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hakim, you sure find. You find on the Hobgoblin, again, there's probably about 20 gold. Um, he, he does have a, uh, a Warhammer. Um,. Which might be somewhat more use that, and I believe he is wearing, uh, he is wearing half plate armor, and it's actually humanoid sized. So that might actually be useful for someone. Being, like, being a smith, he would actually look over and inspect in a professional sense, like, uh, like, also because he's curious, because this is, Probably not of similar make as the things he he has perhaps worked on himself or ha- has mm-hmm. seen. There is so 
if you it, it's in pretty good repair um it has some nicks in it obviously and and that sort of thing um if you start stripping it off of them you will see one potential negative is the inside is is sort of not professionally embossed and it can be buffed out or 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 essentially wiped out um but he has the there are sort of uh um uh, uh symbols that just roll me a religion roll okay Seven. I mean, it's a lot of spiders. You can still probably guess yeah. regardless. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's somebody personalizing their armor in a way that mm -hmm. he can't really walk around with like big spider queen embossments on the outside of his armor because mm. where he is, they are not fans of 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 the mm. spider queen, <laughs> but. It's it's his own personalization, and you would actually cool probably that, like, know, because because you are sort of a, a magical artisan of sorts. Mm -hmm. It does not appear to be in good enough, like high enough quality. This is not magical mm -hmm. uh, uh, inscription, mm -hmm. so it's not a concern on that. It would just probably be something that you would want to want to get removed. Haki would actually call out. This one uh, wore some actual human-sized armor. Draina finally speaks up. It. I mean, it'd probably be useful for you guys. Congratulations, by the way. Did, did sorry I during the recap or no during I mentioned earlier you said uh, I was talking about that the drow that escaped was that as in they escaped this fight did somebody get away from they this escaped fight? Was this it, fight yes and that was the same one that escaped the previous yes level. it was oh, fuck all right I, yeah again I'll just ignore ignore it I was like we should get to I have forgotten the name of the building we're supposed to be heading to it's like Capitol building or yeah something. you guys have she again is yeah. responding to you. You guys have to get. You guys have to get to your place. No need to thank me. Just don't kill me, and we're even for now. He he sort of seems to think for a second. <laughs> and I would point out, if I have to remind you again, you can if you want. I mean, I'll, I'll escape and it'll be fruitless. But you can if you want. But if you succeed, it's not going to stop the assembly. And there are more ruthless, more cutthroat agents than me. Deke is going to walk over and uh, start taking the armor off that guy. Okay. I will leave you guys to this. I'm sure we will see each other soon. Appreciate the candor. <laughs> I've never wanted conflict. I just want this situation resolved. 
in a way that benefits my organization, obviously. She starts to make her way out. Zarema, good to see you and quit. You can see Quaven's head just sort of tightens on uh, on his on his blade, and she walks out out of the building. Unless anybody wants to stop her and try and kill her, or engage her in conversation, you could do that too. I think Karis is too busy making sure Price is okay. Fair enough. Um, I think Haki would actually. Uh, make a point of uh, like Quaven also seeing what Hakim loots, like the for example the gold. Considering mm-hmm. <laughs> like Quaven actually helped Hakim kill this one, he's not too much worried. Like like if you offer it, he's not. He'll be like, no, I'm good. You are okay. Uh, once I'm pretty cl- uh, certain she's gone. Yeah. For a few minutes, and um, we're still doing stuff. I will pull that note back out and be like, uh, "Who can read? Looks like Elvish." I think. Anyone? Quaven and Zarema both raise their hands. I'll. Uh, who's the nearest? Who's the nearest to me? Zarema. Yeah, Zarema will walk up and take it. Cool. Yeah, I'll hand over. Hand out for that note. He opens uh, it any up. Any idea what this this is? I need to roll a uh I don't know what I'll just make an intelligence roll. Um Alright. So she reason she frowns a little bit and she's like I understand the words, but it's clearly in code. Um, I think that this is communication with another cell, if I had to guess. Um, there are... There are passages that are, uh, it's a letter. It's, it, it's written like a personal letter from a sister. And if I had to guess, I don't think that they're here in a series because, I don't know, it's all in code, so it could be, I could be entirely off. But it, it, it it's talking about how the family is doing, that sort of thing. It's all written in very much like a, 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 a familial sense. Um, it's if I if I get her to like read out a little bit of it, like like what the translation mm-hmm. would be. It's not thieves can't, is it? Or like thieves can't translate it? Not to quite. I will. You can roll an intelligence with proficiency. Okay. Because uh, you because you know thieves can. Because yes, but it's not. It's not quite it's thieves that, can. It, it's that sort of thing where you're like exactly. It's, it's illusioning and then uh, you know making reference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
intelligence with proficiency, I guess I will use this intelligence save to do that, because I have... <laughs> nope. <laughs> yep, it's about right. Yep. It's not one for for uh, the the more academic sides of subterfuge. The visual alphabet that trips them up. That well, and legitimately, well, that is. I've got, I've, that I've is, got the rainbow for that part, but well, but also that is part of the problem in that elven diction is much more yeah. long-winded. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about people who live who live hundreds of years, so they will they will take fifteen words. For what a human would take five. Um, it's and it's written in very much a nobility standpoint, which you're also not as familiar with. Um, right. So, but what we basically what we can get is this is some kind of sort of coded communication with some other group of presumably similarly like-minded people. We have no idea whether it's about kidnapping Zareva or Prize or whoever, or if it's just. Uh, letting them know what's up or anything, something weird like that, something. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Cool. There's more of them out there. I guess is the takeaway from that. The the only real takeaway. Yeah, a little bit. Cool. And since one of them got away, yeah, we should probably. How are you doing with that armor? <laughs> Calls over to the whoever it is that's pulling armor off. Wait, that was Seeker, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so I think both yeah, both Seeker and Hakim were pulling off armor from uh, the fallen enemies. Alright, once we get once we do that, we should uh, get out of here and get to What is the name of the place we're going to, Jeremy? Uh you know it. The build like within a series? Yeah. Aurora Hold. Aurora Hold, yes. We should get to the Aurora Hold as soon uh, the as we can. This is take this is already Put us in danger if we need, and especially prize. Yeah, and we could get out of here and get those, uh, you know, anti-scrying spells in place. The one thing Zarema does manage to suss out from the letter, I think I know all of these names and the name of the guy that got away. And he's in. uh, Is it? Is it? Was it a guy? Sorry. Yes. And he's in there. He, well, so the, letter, the names we've gotten here, and there, I, there are sort of references that that I'm kind of picking up. Um, there, there, there's me- cousin Ristol, whose aim is always on track, and she looks over at the guy who was wielding the 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 pistol. Um, Targ is not really an elven name. I'm thinking that's the Minotaur. Loresca is is is, is I read is a hobgoblin name. Um, this is written from uh, Elosa, so I'm assuming that was the uh, the priestess. And the only other name in here is Thalra. So Thalra Hewn is probably our other drow who got away. Mm. Uh, interesting. Um, hey, uh, he turns around and to Prize and Karis, I guess. How are they doing? 
probably not well. Uh-huh. It's okay, so I, I like, uh, Cameron's gonna, like, I don't know, crouch down, assuming Prize is sitting on the floor or something. And, like, crouch down and be like, hey. How you doing? I, I, I think I'd like to go now. We are absolutely going to go now. Uh, we're just grabbing some stuff. We're going to be out of here. Did you, while you're while you were here, catch the names of any of these people? I don't believe I did. No. Checking with the DM. No, none of them gave names. No, yeah, that's cool. That's, that's kind, all right. kind that's... of a, kind of a little bit being tortury to oh, yeah, no, names. Yeah, that's that's uh, totally cool. So sorry, no, I, did, no, I no. didn't. No, no, that no problem at all. That's 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 quite all right. Um, you you gonna be all right to 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 move to walk? I don't know how injured uh, she looks. I mean, if I would hypothetically on a scale. I would say somewhere in the realm of eight out of fifty-six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, Karis <laughs> only looks I don't a know little how, bit better. I don't know how physically damaged it would be because I think it was a little bit more magic-y from memory. That's all right. You're I looking. Mean, right. Yes, That's I fair. believe so. I mean, also, all, I mean, also, prize all probably also has it like. A dislocated jaw or something from being punched pretty hard. Mm. Could be, and probably at least a little bit of like bruising on the uh, shoulder and things like that from yeah. falling backwards on a chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zorima walks up. Was do you mind if I help, Bryce? If, if you want, okay. I, I wouldn't impose. I understand you wouldn't. I would like to help. Um, and using sorcery points to get a fourth level spell slot back, uh, you get 19 hit points back. I would say that Karis is obviously not Breathing and looks to be on the edge of losing control. Because it wasn't a great wisdom save. Fair. But she also doesn't look like she's going to be letting go of Price anytime soon, as long as Price is staying latched onto her in a way. Oh, yeah, I mean, I assume I'm nearly in, like, you can't move your arms territory. Yeah. Hakim's gonna look at what's going on there and try to assess, uh, I suppose, assess Carrie, the state of Carrie's. Well, if you were to put an, you know, an arbitrary number on it, um, <laughs> she's on 12 out of 51. No, no, not hit points, but more <laughs> about, yeah, it like, mental should state. We, should we be very worried about, uh, Carrie's, uh, doing something. Um, she is looking. She 
doesn't look like she's going to lose control anytime soon, and it looks like she's doing everything she can to prevent it. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say if someone was to come too close to prize that she didn't know, or um, she got injured again, that she would lose, wouldn't lose it. She would definitely lose it. Okay, so Seeker's gonna just like finish taking this armor off and then make to bring it with him because yeah, it's gonna take him a while does to put the it same on. with the half mate. Oh, I thought that's what we were working on. Oh, uh, there was the there was both the Minotaur's plate armor uh, over in this direction and uh, over here was the Hop Goblin. I, I I wasn't sure if Seeker was helping the uh, was taking a different one. Yeah, we can't use the full plate. I don't think any of us can. <coughs> um, uh, fair. Yeah. I mean, Hakim will put out. Hmm, that plate armor might be worth something. I mean, like, obviously not going to say this, but. Wait, what? Because cleric. Uh huh. Wait, you have a fifteen strength? Uh, nope. Oh. Yeah, it would. It would come with penalties. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! How would I ever deal with a penalty? <laughs> How dare you? I'm more concerned about the Nintendo canonically. Or, or at least previously described as near as I remember, because it's been a while since we've done this group, and very short, slight elf in minotaur plate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like a kid wearing the dad's clothes or something. <laughs> Except the clothes are made of metal. Yeah. A little more like a kid driving their dad's car. Looking over the steering wheel, like looking out of the chest plate, top of the head sticking out. So, where is the wild man equivalent of Florida? Karis <laughs> <laughs> uh, can definitely use medium armor, but she's currently otherwise engaged. Yeah, uh, Quaven will. Karis, would it be better if you had time here to relax a bit? Before we go out into the very crowded streets. Keris takes a moment, takes a breath, and just says, The sooner we get away from here, the better. Very well. And he will quickly head out. Wait here a moment, I will check and make sure that the coast is clear, as they say. He goes outside, takes a minute or so, comes back in. I believe we are good. And it will be at least a little while. A place to rest and recover, uh, recover before we head to our destination, or... I mean, that is a good question. 
do we want to might keep... be a bit of a long shot, but how how long in a day have we been going at this point? Uh, this is getting towards evening-ish. Because you guys have not... you guys, the, This is the same day that you guys entered the city. Yeah. And you guys entered it in the morning. Or late morning, uh, noon-ish. So, you, yeah, it, it is getting towards evening. At this point. Uh, Basically, say the visitation to the more in the to in the morning. Now, I am inclined to risk waking people up or keeping people up later than they would otherwise be working for the sake of figuring getting getting somewhere safe mm-hmm. um, I realize that obviously people need to rest but again we're also um, a bit exposed here potentially uh, so again we may wish to move on before especially with even if we find Especially with an escapees, or Amos says. Yes. Exactly. It's fair. Okay. We finish taking off all this stuff. Mm -hmm. We'll 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 nick both sets just because in case we can find a use for them later. Um, and then we will make the leave. Okay. So you guys head out. Uh, it is getting, like, the shadows are getting a fair bit longer at this point. Um, and you guys make your way winding through the streets, uh, uh, back towards the main thoroughfares of the city. Um... You guys remember, this had been off the uh, off a side path, or or off in a side direction to sort of a a less well traveled area was where you had initially gone to go to the 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 shop for magic items and and, and books and stuff, and then you guys went further off for um divine this warehouse so you guys don't encounter too many people for probably a good half hour of travel uh before you guys make it back to more of the thoroughfare thorough main areas of uh, main roads and the like uh moving in and out of the city and sort of the almost tributary roads that sort of branch off of that. And then it starts to get real crowded. But you guys can see from where, uh, once you guys get closer to this area, you guys, you can see it 
anyways, but it was a little bit harder to directly see because the roads aren't as, uh, the, the streets aren't as wide here, or where you were. Um, you can see that, that, that tower that's in the center of the city just sort of sticking out of it like a spear. Uh, and it provides a good compass for you guys to, to, to make your way through. Um, is there anything that you're doing on the way? Um, any precautions? Are you just fucking beeline speed better than safety? I'm like, ultra paranoid every single shadow and corner I'm like looking into out of reflex I mean fair how about anybody else I don't think there's anything specific we probably need to sort out between us uh, who's going to get what armor-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys can. You guys can. If you don't want to make the decision now, you can. There's certainly enough, at least in the warehouse, even if you don't have the stored space on you guys, to like wrap it all up. If you don't want to make the decision quite yet. Um. Or you guys can have figured it out and somebody strapped the strapped the, the, the half plate on. It's up to you guys. I mean, I, I think out of character it's easier if we, we we'll discuss it and then like stash it to come back later if need be. Okay. But obviously I don't want to make that decision for people in game, but it's just my personal thoughts. I, I don't. I'm not intending on. I don't think we're coming back though. Um, as I understand it, basically we're going to go talk to somebody who is going to hopefully, us, hopefully, something along those lines. So, ideally, we never return. We we're we're leaving the city. I say you can wrap it. As you can see, there are several carts in here too. You can just dump it all in a cart. Bring the cart with you. Mm. Mm. Good point. Or just put it in a crate, wrap it up with tarps, whatever you whatever you need. Throw it in the sewers. Okay, yeah, we'll chuck it we'll chuck everything in a cart. Okay. Because cool. uh that seems the most easy solution right now. Okay. So you guys make your way along. Um for those who are people averse at the moment, it's probably not the most comfortable of trips once you guys hit the main, uh, the main entry into the city and, and following that road further into the center. Uh, there are people of all stripes, uh, uh, crowded around you guys. Uh, it looks like the city does not slow down. As it gets towards the evening, maybe maybe it might slow down a little bit at night. You're getting the sense probably not, though. Um, 
day is for business, night is for fighting, fighting might be business too, you know. But yeah, it probably takes you guys probably good from where you originally from the warehouse. Total probably about an hour and a half. Until you finally sort of get within closer sight of the Aurora Hold. Um, it is definitely dusk at this point. It's not like fully night yet, but dusk is set. Um, and you guys come up upon this, this large tower, um, which is really sort of almost jarringly distinct from like the more war camp style chaos of the rest of the city. Um, it is a, a three-story three tower um, that just sort of, it feels almost like the calm, of the, like the eye of the hurricane kind of situation. Um, very strong elven tinge to the, to the, to the, to the make of it. Um, and almost there are elements of it, um, that, that, that have a look akin to like a church and a steeple. As you guys get within closer sight, you can see that this sort of shining glimmer that it has are actually stained glass windows. Um, that are this palette of grays and blacks and silver and purples. Um, there's sort of a, uh, sort of a clear area around it. Like the, 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 the people who live there, live out sort of the chaos of their lives here. Whether there's an unspoken rule or a spoken laid down one, uh, not to bring it too close to the, to, to the hold itself. Uh, you see a, excuse <coughs> me, you see a, a few drow dressed in armor quite similar to what Quaven was originally wearing that are standing a silent guard outside. Um, and you notice I, like, like, that general sense of like, like, like uh, giving it a bit of a birth uh, uh, around it. There isn't a sense of like people are people are scared of it. Like if if you people scared of their their local local government and law and order, there there there's there's a sense. Exhibit A prize. Um. This is more of like uh, a, a kind of a sense of respect that people have of just, you know, don't, if you're going to approach it, you, you should have a reason to do so. Um, if you guys come up, you see there is a set of stairs that's about 15 feet wide that go up about five feet to this open doorway 
the drow outside, the, the, the clearly, again, guard. Uh, sort of eye you guys as you approach. But don't make any hostile move, don't approach, don't call out. They're just keeping an eye out. Making sure you're not here to start trouble. Yeah, did we have, like, any clue on how best to approach? Uh, we have a name, right? You have a name, Lady Zethris Oleos. Um, okay, uh, Seeker walks up straight up to the cards, and it's like, I would like to see Lady Zethris. What was the name? Zethris. Z-E-T-H-R-I-S. Yeah. Oleos. Yeah. Zethris Oleos. There we go. Uh, you walk up and you're, you're taller, if I remember correctly. Again, it's been a while. Yeah, pretty large. Yeah. So you walk up, you kind of tower over this guy. He looks up at you. Gives you sort of a quick assessment. There's, it, it's very clearly a, are you a threat? Sort of lo- leans over, looks past you to the rest of the, the rest of the people you clearly cl- came with. And then he just sort of gestures to the staircase. Go in. Uh, Thank you. Yep. Go in. So yeah, you you make your way inside. You find yourself in a a foyer, essentially. Uh, Initial entry chamber. Uh... It's warmer than it is outside, even though it's an open door. Uh, it's lit with, the, the room is sort of lit with this sort of calming, sort of bluish purple illumination. Um, there is a, a set of comfortable looking, very well made chairs. See a door in either direction, left and right. And you see these bells with braided cords besides each door. You don't see there's nobody inside this particular room. There's nothing about which door might be which nope. door I'm looking for. Okay, I'm going to start at the first door. Okay, left or right? Left. Left, okay. Just opening the door? Are you knocking? Yep. Uh, I mean, no, hang on, you, uh, I'm going to pull the cord first. Okay. Pull the cord. Bell, The bell sort of on the top sort of rings. Uh, after a moment, the door opens. See a dwarf stick his head out. Uh, probably, I don't know, somewhere towards the end of his first century, I would say. Uh... He's dressed in these sort of dark grayish silver uh, uh, robes. Looks up at you. Okay, looks. Then his eyes sort of travel upwards. Blinks a couple times because, you know, you're unique. Hmm. Can I help you? Hello. I am looking for Lady Zethris Olios. Right. Other door. 
Thank you. Yep. Door shuts. I go to the other go door. To the other one, yep. Knock on it this time. Okay. Brief pause. After about a moment, door opens up, uh, and, and out steps a uh, young drow. Uh, probably, I would say, early 20s, maybe. Uh, he's got sort of silver-white hair. It's up in sort of the, the high ponytail. So with that, with that, the two purposely loose strands on the side of the face thing. Um, she has sort of a grayish-blue coloring to her skin. Um, she's dressed in very similar coloring robes to, to to the other man. Uh she she opens the door, takes you all in uh, uh hello. Can I can I help you with something? Uh are you lady uh name that I forget <laughs> Lady Olios? No, no. Uh my name is Phelan. Uh you need to... We have come to see the ladies at Zolios. Do you... If she looks you guys over again... We have... Uh, I didn't remind her. Did, did we get... We got a re- letter of recommendation the, from Ulaman. Correct. I, will, I don't I will. recall who has... But who is carrying me. it. Yes, I think... We I have we have a letter of introduction from uh, Sunbreaker Ulaman and looks towards. <laughs> I uh, see. Camera. I pull up a letter and hand it over. She takes it, reads it. You see a little, uh, a slight raising of the eyebrows, uh, a little bit of the widening of the eyes, and she looks back up. You. Uh, it, Yes, come with me, I think. I think you should. Yes, please, come on. He opens the door wider to let you guys in. Um, and he, as you guys sort of walk around, she takes you down this hallway. Um, sort of circles around sort of the side of the, of, of this large tower. Uh, you pass by a few closed stone doors along the way. This, the, the, as we along, the whole building that he's, inside of the building he's seen so far, has this same sort of illumination to it. There isn't the need for like torchlight or anything like that. Um, pass by a few of these doors. Each of them has a guard wearing this, this sort of crin, dynasty armor that come to sort of assume that it is since they're all wearing it. Um, and, and she stops after probably about uh, uh, four or five doors. Uh, I said, uh, if you could wait here uh, for just a moment, I will be, it will be just a moment. And she opens the door, slips in and shuts it behind her. Uh, and you guys are Left out here for a minute or a minute, maybe more. 
uh, with one of these guards sort of looking you over. A little bit nonplussed. You're not exactly an average group. Because it's just sort of a little nod. Um, door eventually opens back up. Uh, and, and Phelan sort of gestures you guys inside. Nice. Make your way in. Um, immediately on the other side of the door. Uh, uh, literally on the other side, on either side of the door, you see two drow, look to be warriors of some, some, uh, some sort, dressed in this very clean armor that, it's the kind of thing that either it hasn't ever been used in battle, or at least it's been immaculately clean since it was. Um... They, they have sort of stepped aside as you guys uh, come in. And sort of a larger, larger room. Um, straight ahead, you see this high back lounge chair um, and an altar that's sort of opposite it that spirals up uh, on either side to a point where there's this brass dodecahedron at the top. Um, sitting in the chair, there's a drow woman, very statuesque looking, uh, so, her skin is sort of, uh, dark to the point of like a soft violet color, bright white hair, uh, that sort of, as it goes down, gradually shifts into like a, 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 a purplish color that once it hits her shoulders and goes back sort of cascades off the chairs very long. And currently, as, as she's, as you guys come in, um, she's in this moment of what looks like meditation, perhaps veneration of some sort. Um, it's probably about a beat that passes before her eyes open. And she looks from, from the, the, the decahedron uh, uh, at the top of the altar over to you guys gives just a little bit of a nod and Phelan looks at you guys and like please come in and Phelan slips out shuts the door behind her two soldiers sort of move back to remain standing where they are at the door and the woman looks you guys over a moment sort of quickly scans each of you, uh, in turn, lingering, lingering a little bit, pauses a little bit longer on Quaven and then again Zarema, uh, before she sort of refocuses her attention on you all. Uh, I am told that you wish to speak to me about some matter that the Sunbreaker believed important. Is that accurate? Uh, Yes, my lady. Um, apologies for not being able to send word ahead. Uh, uh, we are trying to be discreet. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, and I'll hand the letter over again. Um, Sunbreaker Wilmon suggested that you would be able to help us uh, get to name of capital city. Rosanna. Name of capital city here. Pardon? Rosanna. 
Rosanna uh, quickly and safely, hopefully also relatively undetected, as uh, there, there are those who seek us harm. He, she, she reads through through the letter fairly quickly. If he will forgive me, he's a being vouched for by the Sunbreaker is no small thing, and I have a great respect for him and trust his judgment. That said, what you ask, what I can potentially do, is something before I do this and before I take you into the heart of our capital. I would like to know more if I can. About the situation. Uh, understandable. Um, perhaps the best person to speak to then would be uh, uh, here. Point to Zarema and Quaven, I guess, probably standing together. Mm-hmm. Quaven will step forward. Uh, Lady Olil. I'm not going to try to do accent versus accent because. It's just going to sound like one person talking to themselves. Um, this is Lady Olios. Um, and he does, uh, when he walks in, he does sort of take a knee. Um, I, I am Quaven Elprane, uh, of, just a second, I need to remember where, where the motherfucker is from. Um, uh, Quaven Elprane of, of the, um, of Bazuxan. Um, I am a. God damn it. Terms. Uh, I am a private of the Aurora Watch. Um, we were my unit of which I am the only one remaining, went on a rescue mission in order to 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 retrieve uh, uh, Zarema from where she was. With and he proceeds to sort of sort of take the lead in, uh, in explaining this whole thing. Which is probably a little bit interesting to you guys because you guys have been... And Quaven has been sort of a guiding person. We should do this. You guys have been, you guys have kept details pretty close to the vest for the most part. That's no longer the case. Like, he doesn't spend two hours detailing every single thing of what happens. But this is a soldier reporting to somebody who is their superior because they're the, they're part of the government that that they serve um so and you guys actually probably get some information that you guys do uh hadn't even fully heard yet uh 
in terms of like he talks about how um he was he was directed by where is, it, where is the name here where is the name here uh he was directed by Tashkent uh, Varanthelis to uh, along with the rest of his group uh was was sort of hand selected from uh from this to form this group to make their way across enemy lines uh, uh using some of the underground tunnels that 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 cross the border um into the the enemy capital to 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 perform the rescue mission he doesn't go into the details of exactly what happened on that but we retrieve we retrieve Serema book passage on a ship ship sunk Serema I and the and all of these were the survivors and we have been trying to get here ever since um she asks where is the uh, uh what's the purpose of this rescue and he details Serena's lineage she's a she is a, a, a she's born of of, of 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 the spider queen's lineage and she has some sort of she was consecuted and went through some sort uh or was born outside of the dynasty which draws a fairly strong frown from uh, uh zethrus and discovered by the Cerberus assembly they have had her ever since I believe she had knows something that would be of use in the war You, once all of this is said, it's probably about a ten-minute report back and forth. Uh, Zethrus looks at the rest of you all, considering. Your gaze strays to Zarema a few times, and uh, I assume that you all vouch for this. Yes. Nodding. <laughs> I understand why the Sunbreaker considered this important. I can get you to Rosana. It will take me a short time to prepare the circle. It is clear Oh, of note, Quiven does mention Reyna in detail. And I would say, unless anybody stops him, he will mention the whole, what you guys have been through since you've been in the city. Mm -hmm. That there are member of, members of the Children of Malice here. We've eliminated most of them, but one of them escaped. Here's what we know, etc., etc. Mm. 
In order to keep you safe, you are welcome to stay here. It should only take me about an hour or so. I need to... I need to do a couple of things. I need to commune with my... with the Luxon to make sure we are following the right path. And then I need to prepare the circle. It should take about an hour all, in, all said and done. While that time is happening, you are free to stay here. If there are these wretched Spider Queen cultists, they will not. You will be safe here. That's good to know. Thank you. We appreciate the hospitality. Of course. If this is all accurate, and I have no reason to believe it is not, you have done the dynasty quite a service. Not only in... And frankly, you have done a serious service, and thus me, by eliminating these this cell. So the least I can do is get you to Rosanna and to the Bright Queen. Please rest here. I will have refreshments brought in if you need them. You look a little wounded, some of you. Uh, yes. <laughs> we can help. We'll with... certainly take advantage of the time to rest. We can help with that. Ah, uh, and she stands. The guards move to either side of the door and open it. The guards will remain here for your protection. But do not. If you would prefer. I understand you have been through a lot. They can remain on the outside rather than the inside. Uh, we, uh, prob that's probably for the best. Very well. He just flicks a gaze over the two the, the two soldiers, and they nod. They step to the door. She walks through. And they shut the door behind you. You guys find yourself in this... Courtroom, essentially. Courtroom is not the right phrase. Room where courtiers might be in another, in another situation. Amongst yourselves. Reception room. Yes, reception. That's a good way to put it. Well, I guess we'll probably use this time to take a short rest, I guess, since it's mm -hmm. going to be an hour. A convenient, a convenient amount of time. Yeah. About five minutes in, uh, you do see Phelan come back in, the younger draw woman. So I understand that you're... Yes. Oh, sorry, go ahead. 
As soon as the door opens, Caress's sword appears in her hand. Okay. Just. She sort of stops when she sees the sword. And the, 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 the two guards definitely notice this. So take position behind her. It's like, I'm, I understand that you were in need of some healing. We would appreciate it. That's not. Yes, thank you. Okay. Keris nods and the sword disappears again. The sword just stays there for a moment until Phelan just looks at them and nods a little, puts her hands like it's fine. They don't look too happy, but they they step back. Uh, the door stay the door's open. It stays open right now, uh, and Phelan walks up. Who? You all look to be in not wonderful shape. I'm sorry, not being rude. Um, oh no, it's you're you're quite correct. Kidnapping and torture and whatnot is uh, uh, rough on the uh, rough on anyway. I will give her. We were. Uh, we had a disagreement with these children of malice. It was mm. not resolved peacefully. Most rational people would have a disagreement with them. Um, she does a quick look around. Uh, so I'll your gaze on Karis, because I think you're the most injured. It's between me and Seeker, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's between Carries and Seeker. She puts her... I... I don't think she would recognize that Seeker is, is badly injured because of Seeker's nature. Hmm, fair. Because... I don't mean to ask... I don't mean to answer this in an offensive way, but if I try to heal you, are you going to stab me? Uh, Karis just shakes her head. Alright. She walks up, uh, uh, reaches up and just very gently puts her hand, uh, uh, a hand on each cheek. Lowers her head Karis. and starts to pray a little bit. Karis does her her best not to flinch when she's touched. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And... Just sits still and quiet and still not breathing. Yep. And... Ego will uh, uh, sort of queue up behind... Behind the behind Karis, okay. Uh, 
Also, out of character, um, we need to pick who's going to take that armor um, mm, to yeah. where. Yeah. Because, uh, if it yeah, takes, if, it, <laughs> if it's me, it takes me now to put it on. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's not a whole lot, but you do get uh, five hit points back. As you... From 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 where she she she's got her hands on your cheeks, you feel this just warmth spread, an oddly calming warmth. Especially all things considered, in this situation, your emotional state. It's not to say that it necessarily calms you. That's up to you. But it's just this sort of warm, serene sense that spreads over you as you feel some of the worst of your wounds knotting, uh, knitting up. She takes her hands back. I am sorry I cannot do more. I am still a, new, a, a, a relative neonate. Karis uh, just nods again. And starts breathing. Is there... Who else? I, 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 I can do it maybe one or two more times. Is anybody else? Uh, yeah, I'll step up. Oh. Okay. Let's... Puts her hands on... Uh, probably on your chest. Yep, that's fine. Rolling thing. There we go. Nope, wrong one. Uh... Oh, that's better. Uh, you get 13 hit points back. And again, you feel this sense of warm, calming emotion come over you. She just smiles a little bit. Great. I've and anybody else I can do one more. Uh he look looks over at you, Akima. Are, are you doing alright? Uh, um well if you're offering I will not do I I I accept. <laughs> He was kind of looking around to see how injured the other people were. But... Right. Uh, and you get ten. Oh, that doubles my hit points. I'm just going to use my oh, normal thank hit dice. Fair enough. If you'd like, we can bring in... I can have some, some uh, uh, water and... Cloth brown in so you can clean up a little bit if you need. That would that would be appreciated. Okay. And she exits. Again, comes back maybe five or ten minutes later with some water basins. She comes bring a couple people come with her, uh, all in those same sort of gray robes. 
uh, some wash basin, some some towel or washcloths, uh, and some basic food. In the interim, like as soon as she leaves, it's like mm-hmm. the five or ten minutes, I'm going to go to Karis and Seiko and dump a third level uh, cure wounds into each of them. Okay. Because I am a little bit untrusting at the moment. Legit. 18 to Karis. Thank you very much. And 14 to Seiko. Because for some reason, I still have a lot of spells available. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. So yeah, you guys get some... When I say basic food, I mean, it's not incredibly extravagant, but it is very nice. Like... Some meats and basically like this was like, prepared in a kitchen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, some so, some wine, water, and she simply has it brought in, set down, and then makes her way out. Says if 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 you require anything, just just knock on the <laughs> notify the guards, and they 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 will. And Lady Olio shouldn't be too much longer. I also, for once, spend a spell slot to cast Purify Food and Drink rather than using it as a ritual. Cool. It is purified food. (laughs) Yeah, they're... So you guys have an hour for a short rest. So any conversations you guys want to have? I don't. Uh, I, I imagine we might still be sort. Hmm. Navarin, you go first. So I'm just going to ask, just clerically, which um, which one of those spells healed me? Uh, the fourteen. Okay. And that guy. I imagine this is time when we, when the characters sort out some of the loot that we got from. Yep. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can we absolutely don't, don't do have that. Necessarily have to sort. Only it short right resting, away. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll roll a hit die or two. Oh right, this is difficult. Is there a minimum of one? <laughs> yes, there is a minimum of one. Okay. That that said, uh, I might need to roll several times. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the funny thing is you only have seven, so I'm only I I'm missing seven hit points, but that could take a lot of dice. <laughs> it could take seven out of your eight. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Or not? Well, there you go. There's your seven. Uh, yeah, that's seven. Uh, I only had to spend three. Nice. Okay. That makes no sense. I told it to roll like three hit die, and it rolled one. Hmm. Well, that's exactly that maxed me. That's nice. Because I should roll for. I think you have to select three and then click take short rest. Yeah, it's a little weird. And, it's a little weird and beyond. 
Um, it is. Yeah, it didn't really work for me either, so I just did it. It's okay, got roll hit dice next to. So okay. One. So you yeah. know how when you check the check the check the the things, there should be something that pops up underneath that says like two d six plus two or whatever it is. Yeah. You roll. You click, click that. that. That yeah. should roll it. That's better. Hey. We'll take that, and we'll take that random one as well. That I rolled. Raymond's healed up, and let's... Hakeem spends his arcane recovery points. Raven is down. That's also me back up to full. Woohoo! I'm going to take a a small piece of food and go and like crouch like very tightly in in a corner. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Karis would kind of hover close by, but not too close. So if you wanted her to get closer. She was there. Uh, depending on how close Karis would get, uh, Prius would shrink away a little bit. Yeah, she'd move slightly further away then. Yeah. It's like uh, maintaining a social distance, let's say. Yes. As I uh, attend to my crab. Not a euphemism. Right. <laughs> How is that thing still alive? Pure luck. Or possibly an Arcfey in disguise. Um, Gruden says, well, it should be... We sh I don't want to jinx anything. Be moderately easier goings from here. Once we make it, to, once we we make it to Rosanna, I'll be frank. I don't know what happens from there. I'll probably get in touch with uh, the uh, the task hand, my superior. Get relief there, and I, I I don't know, but I mean we're sort of we should be safe for now, at least for the time being. Yay. So, yeah. Alright, what, what, what did I just miss? <laughs> I wasn't quiet for a second. Uh, I, Quaven was saying that you should be easier going from here. Oh, yeah, sorry. <clears throat> okay, just admin wise, we should sort out who wants the armor though. Yes. 
Yep. I've currently got an armor class of 18, so I'm happy to forego it. Well, I don't know that you could... Yep. Because you're just... You're up to medium armor, right? Yes. Yeah, I think... So if we... If you had it, what would your armor class be? That is a very good question. Oh, it is medium armor. Uh, yeah, half, medium armor. half plate <laughs> is 15 plus a maximum dex modifier of 2. Yeah, so... So I'm better off to doubt. Correct. It also provides disadvantage to stealth checks. Correct. Yes, and I'm already bad at those, as we all know. Yes. I think because you're wearing medium armor. Oh, am I? I I I would bet so. Your your eighteen your eighteen armor class isn't from your decks alone. No, no, it's not. I can't even remember what I've got. That's a bit. Uh, oh yeah, scale mail. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll stick with that. Fair enough. Uh, then I guess I'll take it. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll remove my scale mail um, mm-hmm. and I'll wear that instead. Okay. Yeah, that'll It'll bump you up to a seventeen. No, I'm I'm uh, warforged. Or higher than seventeen. Yeah, I'll be. It should be an eighteen. Yes. Yeah, because you I've do. You right. get what plus one because of yeah. Okay, I'll pop that on. Cool. Are you are you taking a, are you taking time to remove the gravings on the inside? Akib would offer to help remove that stuff. I mean, he is carrying Smith's tools. That's fine. The thing I don't know is whether it has an inside while I'm wearing it because it sort of becomes part of me. Correct. Mm. It's not so much a concern. It's just, it's not so much a concern of, like, it's just whether you want to be wearing armor that will, well, I imagine Seeker might not care about that one way or the other. Mm. Um, but whether you want to be, want to be rocking Spider Queen armor. Her yeah, armor, probably not. Yeah, I, I met him. I don't think I want to wear armor that has any sort of um, brand. Yeah, branding on it. <laughs> Fair. How does Seeker feel about Nike? <laughs> yeah, pretty ambivalent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mechanically, I've got leather armor, which puts me at a fourteen, but I do have a shield. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could do... You could probably take Seeker's scale. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think I would want to. Fair. Like, mechanically, yes, that's a good, that's a good yes. choice. But, yeah. It's so you like... don't... You also don't want the, uh, the plate, then? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Listen, as somebody who played Talia, I understand what you're saying. Well, I mean, 
the stealth and hiding is kind of yep. not, like ethos. Yes. So yeah, you get yep, that switched out. Uh, and barring any any other conversations you have, anything like that, going once, going twice. Does wood mending work on the engravings if they're considered damage? In this case, since it's not like... Yes, I know it says single break or tear, but it's like you can rip it. It's sort of scratched in, so I'm going to say yes. With the caveat that mending does not erase ink from, uh, does not erase things from, like writing from paper. Yeah. Because I can I, see I, that I, argument I, being made, not by, not by anybody here, although I, maybe you would, I would, maybe, but like, in terms of, I can see an argument made of, well, it is sort of damaging the thing to to put marking. Yeah, but yes, you can use mending to actually remove the piece, the the the, the scratches. Is it like uh, properly engraved or just sort of like? No, it's hand, it's hand carved in. Yeah, because I would then make that argument. It's like, well, if it's properly engraved, that's less exactly and more intended. Mm-hmm. Exactly. At that point, it's a piece of the armor, like. Yeah. You can't use mending. You can't use mending to turn a carved statue into a block of wood. Yeah. So if uh, if I see that Seek is going to put it on just faintly, so I guess Karis would be able to hear. It's just like I, I can fix it. Okay. I, if you want, I mean, sorry. This looks at you confused. Sorry, Malines, and I think that's a yes. You uh, please do. Okay, and yeah, I will. Repeatedly, if need be, cast mending. You probably need like a couple castings to get all of that off. Yeah, uh, it's yep. a minute each time. Yep. Yeah, nice and smooth on the inside now. Looks pristine on the inside, actually. So you get that on. Stow away your scale mail. And probably in about that amount of time, uh, there is a knock on the door before it opens, so that you guys are not surprised this time. (laughs) And you guys see uh, 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 Lady Oleos there again. Um, She is dressed a little bit differently, like before... She was dressed in sort of, for lack of a better way to put it, almost like a lounging kind of outfit, like not official garb, so to speak. 
Um, she is now in very, very nicely made uh, 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 gray and, and purplish clothing uh, robes. Um, clearly anybody who has any level of, would have any level of knowledge of this kind of thing, is very clearly, like, tailored to her. Um, and she, she's, steps inside, is, are you, I'm ready if you are all ready to go. I think we're ready enough. I mean, also the. Also, we do want to prioritize not uh, wasting too much of the time. Yes, of course. So once we arrive there, just to so so you understand what you are walking into. Um, my circle that I, the, the circle that I have access to is located within, um, term, damn it. within uh, the Lucid Bastion, which is it is the the, the center of, of uh, the Bright Queen's Court. It is her home, essentially. Therefore, once you arrive, there will be Certain things that, shall we say, it would be inadvisable to do. The sudden appearance of weapons, hostile actions, um, anything of that nature. I'm sure this, this is understandable, I would hope. Notes. You will be. I. I will not be. Cert I'm not certain if uh, the bright queen will be immediately available. I am not sure how she will want to handle the situation, as it is not something that I think. Any of us were prepared for, but we will see how it goes because I am certain that she will want to be made aware of this situation based on everything that has been told. 
And my auguries have certainly determined this is the right course of action. So, if you do not mind, please come with me. I will move to follow. Cool. Mm -hmm. She proceeds to take you guys. You guys exit and go the opposite way from the front, from where you had came. Um. As you guys are walking, like, there's a point where uh, she comes up to a door, um, she opens it, leads you guys all in, and you can see, uh, uh, Flora, that's the fucking word I was thinking of. Jesus Christ. Uh, you can see on the floor, um, what Hakeem would immediately recognize. It's not the same, uh, quite the same method. Of, or uh, it, it's not the exact same sort of firmware that you're used to, but it's clearly a teleportation circle. Mm -hmm. Uh, and she gestures John, please step in the circle. I will be coming with you. So I'll step in and she steps in, proceeds to, to, to start speaking arcane words. Um... And you guys get, this is probably all of your first experience with teleportation in this fashion. Well, in this fashion at least. Yeah. And there is a sense of like, you get a sudden sense like you're falling. Where that feeling of, like, your body's falling and your organs take just a half a second to catch up. Um, just a little bit of vertigo. And then there's almost sort of a vibration that runs through your body. And suddenly you're just elsewhere. Uh... Your eyes sort of lost focus for a moment. And once they come back, you are in a chamber. Very similar to like the one that you were just in. Uh, the lighting is different. Um, there's sort of a similar symbol on the ground uh, with this inlaid in silver. Uh these sort of anchor sigils around it. And it feels 
a little bit colder. Um, the air is just a little bit staler. And Lady Oleos sort of smiles to you. Welcome to Rosana. You will come with me. I will take you to a waiting room while we see where we will go from here. And she sort of guides you guys along. Um, and you guys exit, and it's not far that you have to go. You guys exit into sort of a, a, a larger room. Um, she, she, she veers off to the side, bids you guys to come with her. You guys walk down a small, a small corridor. You see several people coming back and forth. Um, mostly drow. See probably about four or five people in this overall trip that you make to where you're going. Um, who are clearly soldiers. Uh, very well armed. They move right past you because you're with, uh, you're with Lady Zephyrus. You see people who look like they're, uh, uh, servants. Um, again, mostly drow. There's a couple, you see a couple of goblins walk by. Uh, they throw you quick glances and then sort of murmur to each other as they walk along in goblin. Um, and eventually you guys are moving sort of up. Uh, not a horrible scale, uh, or, uh, 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 incline, but you guys walk for probably about 10, 15 minutes, uh, as you guys essentially ascend, and she comes to a, a, a door, sort of opens it up, uh, on the side, and inside is a large room, uh, has this, has some comfortable furniture in there. It is pleased if you can, if you could wait here, I will, I will meet with people and we will determine when you can, when the Bright Queen will see you and when anybody is, once this is all resolved. If that makes sense. I'm assuming you guys go in. Mm-hmm. And door closes behind you, doesn't lock. Uh and this is a decently sized chamber. Like I said, there's 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 some good places for you to sit down, rest. You guys are left here for a while. Dika will take the opportunity 
uh, um, upon realizing they've been left that they've been left here for a while, Seeker will take the opportunity to um, go into that uh, like like how he would during a long rest, but not mm-hmm. obviously for a long rest. But inactive just, state. Yeah, inactive and just just take a minute for himself. Uh huh. Legit. He would be. Uh, trying to remember the vision that he was shown of where a certain book is located and trying to consider if he could uh, perhaps if we passed a past the corridor that, that he knows would lead there and that kind of thing. Not anything that you saw. So, mm-hmm. if you remember... Because he believes it is in, if, it, if, if not in this building, then somewhere nearby. Correct. If you remember... You it had sort of you you you'd seen it, and it had sort of zoomed out, mm-hmm. or, or or backed out, uh, at a rapid pace, and I mean maybe you guys are still climbing, so it could be further up, mm-hmm. but it was, it seemed like to you like it was an actual library type mm-hmm. building, yeah. Which you haven't seen any of right. while you're in here. I mean, it's possible they was just out of sight, but yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So Seekers take, uh, taking an active thing. Uh, 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 Prize, is there anything you're doing? Uh, besides being overwhelmed at the situation, not much. No. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Karis? Um, Karis would have been sitting patiently for the first, like, half hour, 45 minutes, but after that starts pacing. Okay. Just around the room. Fair. Cameron? Um, are there any other soldiers in this room, or is it just, just us? It's just you guys in here right now. Okay. Um. Yeah. No, I think he's just. He's sitting. He doesn't. He's not looking fairly particularly relaxed. But. Uh. He's uh. No, he's he's not really doing anything okay. in particular. So yeah, you guys. You guys are probably. I'm. I'm going to, if I can, try and look for any, any way of like people uh, spying on us or like monitoring us. Okay. Roman and like obviously in something more modern, I'm looking for bugs, but I have no idea what would actually exist. Roll me a perception roll. So you start looking around, looking for, like, you actually have some experience in this. At least being aware of this kind of stuff. Where you came from. Mm. Um, So you know, there are other ways that that you might not be as able to detect. But, like, you know things like well-hidden... 
uh, uh, peepholes, uh, uh, seams or cracks in the wall that can be listened through. Um, Things that are like slightly out of place to match the decor. Exactly. Yeah. Paintings with eyes that pull you down the road. Yeah, exactly. That sort of thing. And you spend probably a good 20, 30 minutes thoroughly examining the room. And there are, the room itself is, it's like it was very, very competently and, um, skillfully carved out of rock, essentially. So first of all, you're pretty sure you're underground. Um, and there are several, like, it's very gorgeous. There's a lot of inlaid sort of decoration. It's not ostentatious, but it's it, it, it's there in a way to be aesthetically pleasing without being over the top. And you are examining all of these for like creases or like ways that you can you know that that peepholes could be or or or, or listening holes could be hidden. You find nothing. If they are listening in, it's not through or spying. It's not being done through any mundane way that you can determine. Yeah. And I do have detect magic, but I am paranoid enough not to bother at the moment. Okay. So you guys are probably here for, all in all, I would say about an hour and a half. Um, eventually, um, Eventually, the door opens, and you see a couple drow walk in. Uh, one of them is clearly some sort of military-type person. Um, he is... Adult, not... not not particularly old. It's always hard to tell with with elves and drow exactly how old they are. But this is he's young, but not like wet behind the ears young. Uh very sort of a dark grayish skin. Uh his his hair is kept traditional white. Um very pulled back, kept pulled back against the scalp. Um, 
uh, uh, just about maybe to about mid-length or mid-neck length, uh, dressed in what anybody with military experience, so Cameron, probably Karis, uh, maybe Seeker, uh, would recognize as like, you don't recognize necessarily what type, because army you're not familiar with, but military officer kind of thing. The other one is a, a younger woman. Uh, she doesn't look like she's, she's maybe 50, which is pretty young for Drow. Um, she is dressed in, in sort of loose fitting, um, uh, 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 easy to move in kind of clothing, uh, sort of a purplish, uh, 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 there are words and they describe clothing and I swear I know them. Um, I, I need more if you want me to help. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> the brain's not working for me. Um, but just for, sort of very, very, very functional, aesthetically pleasing. Like it's very well, nicely made. I would almost, the aesthetic that you're getting here is kind of hippie. Um, it's what? Sorry, hippie. Hippie. Okay. Um, and, and and she has sort of a warm smile on her face. The guy looks a little bit more, more, more neutral. Uh, and the one walks in and walks. I would say immediately up to Hakeem. Mm -hmm. Hakeem, wonderful, nice to finally meet you, and just walks up to you and hugs you. Uh, okay, he kind of, uh, he's got awkward about it, but kind of, sort of hugs back. Yes. Uh, is like, Bleh. yeah, and it's like to her, this is this is just totally normal. Um. It's nice to finally meet you, uh, Cameron and, and, and Karis. Uh, Prize, are you, are you doing all right, Prize? I just, like, had bows. Yes, yes, sorry. It's quite right, I understand. Karis kind of subtly steps in front of Price when all the attention is uh -huh. on her. And she doesn't seem surprised by that. Um, and, and Seeker. Uh, yeah, we'll wake up. Yes. Hello. Hello. It's, it's nice to finally meet you. Uh, my name is Tala, um, and I am going, it, it, it's good to see you all, I need to, 
I need to steal Zarema away from you for a little bit. We're going to we're, we're going to help her learn about who she is. And Zarema Quaven sort of looks over at Zarema and for the first time seems like since you guys have sort of come underneath the, the dynasties and you guys met with with, with Seth looks a little bit uncertain as uh, Zarema just sort of nods to him. Uh, and she steps over to uh, uh, Tala. Tala smells, sort of takes, uh, wraps her arm around Zarema's. We'll be back and we can catch up at that point. Uh, I will see you guys later. And she turns and she just takes Zarema out of the room. And then waits for them to leave. Spack sets his eyes on, uh, on Quaven. Who's this? Um, everybody, this is, this is, uh, a task kind of Vern Felis. This is my superior. Uh, the person who assigned me this mission. Vern says, I, congratulations on accomplishing it. And all of you, I understand, we owe a debt to you. For helping us. The dynasty is incredibly grateful. You are... I'm certain you will have... Well, maybe you will, maybe you won't. Uh, uh, have some questions. You are free to do what you like while Tala works with Zarema. This may take a few days. In the meantime, if you would like, I can set you up with a temporary home. A place to stay. If there's anything we can do for you while you are here, please let me know. Appreciate your hospitality. Um, you is, should know the Empire has been tracking our journey and uh, interrupting us several times. I, uh, I imagine you are well protected and this far into the uh this uh, I figure, uh, you know this far this far into, into yes into us, but uh, uh you should be aware of that in case precautions are required to keep uh Zarema safe if a lapdog of the of the Cerberus assembly wants to try to infiltrate Rosanna I invite them to do so. I'm not going to say that we don't have... We're a big city. And I'm not going to say that everybody here 
is necessarily the most trustworthy. But we can spot one of their people. And I use that term loosely. Without much difficulty. Yep, they just... Well, it's... We will keep an eye out, though. And he will get a description from you guys. Of Reyna. Is there anything you would like to do before we, we, we take you to your home? Your temporary home. Oh, I'm, I'm fine. Anybody else? Yeah. I, imagine, I imagine uh, further arrangements will be... Possible further arrangements will be discussed later. Depending, but yes. 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 Very well. Let's let's go ahead and take you. I will, if you don't mind. I need to have some. I need to have some words with Quaven. It's been a long time since he's been here, and we need to debrief a little bit. I will have some of my let's say more competent guards escort you to where to, to, to where we're setting you up. If that's all fine. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Quick uh Quaven looks at you guys. If you if you need, I will be there as soon as I can. And Varen gives him sort of a nod and he heads off. Quaven sort of follows after him. Uh, a couple soldiers come in, collect you all, and you guys make your way out of. What you have, what you basically discover, uh, is a pretty decently sized, um, building, all in all. Um, it is, as you guys sort of make your way further up to essentially the floor level, you find a uh, 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 good-sized hallways, very sort of the 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 uh, a swooping, like high ceilings. You guys are sort of guided out into the city proper, which it is night. Um, and you guys are lit is the environment in general 
There are... It is well enough lit. Like, not everybody who lives in Rosanna um, has dark vision. So, there are definitely street lanterns. And a decent amount. Not so much that it's going to be... Um, that's going to be, like, you know, no different between day and night. But... Well, there is no difference between day and light, but but for another reason, and that's not relevant right now. Um, but like, not so much that it's actually going to hurt the hurt the vision of a large portion of the major of, of the inhabitants of the city. But it's well lit enough that you guys can you guys can walk through without feeling like you're stumbling over anything. And you guys make your way from what is, um, a pretty, pretty large, uh, essentially castle, uh, through a, a, a very nice area of you see a lot of gardens, a lot of very nice, nice buildings. Some of them, some of them homes, some of them uh, 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 shops or, or or government buildings, things like that. And eventually, maybe about five or six blocks away from the Lucid Bastion, um, you come up to a small. Sort of nestled in between uh, was, uh, a couple larger buildings, uh, a small little two-story uh, 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 almost like a, a townhouse. Uh, the, the, the soldiers sure will be positioned outside of your home as guards. If you need anything, let us know. And he hands over to one of you a key to the house. Uh, I will take it. Okay. Guys, walk. Kinda... Go ahead. Karis kind of mutters under her breath uh, Are they guarding us from the public or the public from us? Hold on just a sec. Uh, Dang it, where is the character that I have? Because I need to be able to roll a D20. (laughs) Uh, One of the two guards just looks over at you. Yes. And then smiles a little bit. Truly, you from others from you. Or you from others, rather. We are aware of the potential threats. Camera's going to open the door and go inside. And this is a... You enter into, like, it's not like a noble house. 
But it's a fairly nice little uh, little home. Furnished. You're probably... Four bedrooms, little main area to to living room slash kitchen type area. Food is stocked, and you have a place to just relax for a while or do whatever you guys would like to do. Head out into the city. Uh, I Make a plan to take over, <laughs> kill the guards, assassinate the Bright Queen. You know, you do you. They have varying chances of success. <laughs> uh, I think we're going to start by exploring the house. Okay. And what I mean is, like, uh, understanding how, you know... From a military point of view, how some how means of means of entrance and egress. Uh, yeah, how uh, we get in and out. How other people might get in and out. Any like secret doors or trap doors to the basement, I will have, the attic, or listening. People, people, people would be listening. All that sort of stuff. Roll me an investigation roll. Oh, I'm so bad at those. Um, <laughs> if perception is better, you can roll perception. Oh, it's a lot better. Okay. Um, my perception is a plus eight. My investigation is a minus one. So you start looking around. Um, there is a basement. It is both partially a wine cellar, but you do notice there is also an another exit out of the house down here. Like... Um... Back out up into the surface. Yes, exactly. Outside, or like, no, okay, no, like into, an at, the... into the backyard, essentially. But right. the backyard is is more like an alley between buildings. Yeah. It is the it is the we have been attacked here as an escape route. Or if you're being paranoid, <laughs> it is the this is how the people sneak in from the back alley. But like any entrance or exit is going to be both of those things. So yeah, no, like I like like this is presumably a residential house. It's not exactly fortified. Right. So. Yes. No. This is not. This is not a barracks or anything like that. But still, yeah. Just want to just want to try to make sure yep. we understand the lay of the land and um, something happens. There is the second floor. There is there there is sort of a balcony area. Uh, from one of the, from, from one of the rooms. Um, if you needed to, you could jump from there. It's 20 feet. It's jumping 20 feet. Um. What's actually, is there anything in particular visible from the balcony? For, for one thing, uh, Hakim might be curious if there is, uh, a, for a library? forge nearby. A forge? No, actually a forge. But also the li actually, if I can, if it can spot uh, uh, the library, then that right. would also be of interest. But <clears throat> um, from where you're at, there aren't a lot of forges where you're at. You guys are in kind of the nice area of the city. Yeah, forges tend to be 
like more in the tradesman areas. Mm-hmm. Um, or like nobles some yeah nobles will will if nobles produce their their own like like have a need for that kind of thing a lot of times they will have one in their own mm-hmm. territory um so you don't see any forges immediately you do sort of looking out from where you are um uh, a couple things stand out um, like I said, there are the, the, you, you do see these lanterns, which by the way, I wasn't clear on this. These are like, it's not just like flame lit lanterns. It's these arcane lanterns that have sort of a, a, a green glow to them. That sort of, that, that, that break up the night. Uh, you do see some bonfires lit, like further down the way. Um, uh, uh, for additional, additional light in some areas. Um, you're probably not quite high enough to see. There is, there's a wall around sort of the overall area where you are, mm-hmm. which is pretty significant in size. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking a matter of, like, like, many miles. Mm. Um, and you see, so you see different watchtowers along, uh, along the walls. Um, and there's enough of a glow beyond that that you see there, there is a whole other city beyond where you're, you guys are essentially in the Noble War. Yeah. Um... Far as the library, um, you know what? From where you are, I will say yes. You can probably see it. Uh, you see, You recognize, like, like, it's not like it's directly where you can, like, see the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But you see off in the distance. Not sure exactly how far. It's a ways. Um, you can see these, uh, 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 like, Rounded tops to, to, to these buildings with sort of a, a larger central one. And then two that, that are sort of off to this side. The central one has this large, um, uh, essentially large lantern hmm. almost on the top. And this immediately, you immediately identify it from sort of Pulling back from it, there's mm-hmm. there's the library that you're looking for. Okay. So it's within this district at the very least. You would guess it's probably nice. I don't know, not much more than maybe a 15-20 minute walk away. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So 
So that's what you can see. Um, that's pretty much in terms of, of, of other security. That's pretty much the gist. You don't see, uh, uh, Cameron, you don't see, there aren't spy holes that you, that, that you see or secret passages or anything like that. Yep. Uh, also from the balcony looking down, you can't see the guards outside. You have a permanent station guard outside. They don't seem to be trying to keep an eye on you guys or listening in to your conversations. What, what are the neighbors like? Like what? Like obviously, presumably not like the neighbors themselves. But right. Is what's this neighborhood sort of? Uh, Very like, nice. Is like an alleyway. So there is an alleyway, yeah, behind you, which connects with where you are. Is essentially it looks like essentially temporary lodging areas. So you're not like positioned right next to like one of the larger noble uh 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 courtyards and areas um you are with a a a set of you're one of a bunch of different townhouses and row houses in this area for we have somebody who's here who's a visiting dignitary or perhaps even an ambassador who's permanently stationed here. Something like that, where it's our responsibility as a government to house you. And we can't kick out the nobles from their, from, we can't kick the noble out of their house. So we hear these sort of nice, well, well stocked and, and, and comfortable places. That will work. Um, are the houses like right up against each other, or is not right up against each other? Like they ha they have the yards are calling them yards would be perhaps a bit generous, right? But they are like separate. But they are separate. Yes, I was, th I was thinking as opposed to like you know um, I don't know New York or San Francisco, right? Where, you know, where it's like. like it's essentially, on, on the street oh, and... yeah, uh, it's essentially a bunch of individual houses pressed so close together they might as well be apartment buildings. Yeah, it's not, it's yeah. not bad. Yeah, no, that's cool. All right. Good to know. Um, yeah, I think for the moment, uh, other than just, you know, checking out the place, uh, and doing normal maintenance things, cleaning his weapons, all those sorts of things, I think Cameron's mostly just going to wait and see for the, you know, wait, see, mm -hmm. see if anything happens over the next day, or if anybody else has things they want to do that he'll can help with, but he's not, he, he's happy to see what coming of uh, the Ramers thing. Okay. For the moment. It's been a long day. Yes, it has. It, it is. <clears throat> so yeah, you guys can, you guys can get a night's rest, sleep, Actually, there is, if, if whoever wants to can actually take a bath, there is, there is equipment for that. Um, and as you guys sort of settle down within, 
uh, with and resigning within relative, I mean, I mean, comfort, not necessarily like extreme luxury, but you know, kind of relative luxury. It's nicer even than like being set up in a ho in an inn. Uh, I think that's where we will go ahead and call it for this week. Good breaking point. Oh, say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Hello.